Come see the new quiz show, Go Fact Yourself, with special guests Andy Richter and Fresh Air's Tanya Mosley. It's March 23rd at the Crawford. Get your tickets at las.com slash events. Studios. LA to me is for writers. Like I have done more writing in this city than maybe anywhere else in my life. I'm Brian De Los Santos, and this is How to LA. The City of Angels is made up of some pretty exciting people from all sorts of backgrounds with all kinds of interests. We're not just talking about arts and entertainment here. There are folks who make LA's culture and whole vibe unique, whether they're making music or movies or pushing for social change. I wanna put the spotlight on some of this city's most remarkable people, folks I think y'all should know about and demystify how they got to where they are in life. From musicians and actors to changemakers and comedians, we're kicking off the new year by sitting down with some dope Angelinos and getting into it. So here's a new segment we're calling How I Got Started. Our first chat is with the fabulous Ashley Ray. She's a stand-up comedian, a podcast host, TV writer, and television critic. Originally from Illinois, she's lived and worked in LA since 2019. In her few years here, she's become a true Angelina, settling in her neighborhood in Frogtown and getting some traffic shortcuts down. We're just people like, but hey, I'm Ashley. Ashley, I think I'm letting you know. Yeah, we were just gonna hang in the lobby and do this interview real fast. We met up with Ashley at the Elysian Theater in Frogtown. It's a short walk from her place, and she's been working on stand-up sets here regularly. Did y'all want to go in the theater to do it, or is the lobby cool? Uh, what do you think? Whatever you, you think is best. Yeah, sure. I've never, I've, I've never been here actually. Yeah. 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 We take our seats in the little black box theater and talk about how Ashley got started in a field that isn't always friendly to queer black women. I started stand-up in Chicago. And the best part about starting in Chicago is you can go all over the Midwest and the South. It's so easy to tour. You know, you can take trains, you can drive. Uh, so I would do shows like across Indiana and Michigan and Wisconsin. Very yeah, very white. <laughs> and I think it makes you a stronger comic. I think it also makes you bold because there were times where, I, you know, you're walking into the room as a black female comic. And if you're in a place like Indiana, Michigan, there are going to be people who immediately are like, women aren't funny and black people are just woke. This is just gonna be an unfunny woke person and I hate it. Like before you even, they, you know, they just see your face on a poster and that's like what they assume. And so it's fun to sometimes, you know, to prove people wrong on that, to make them laugh. Like you see kind of the stubbornness melt off of them. <laughs> Growing up, I was always like the only black kid in the room. Like it was always just me. My mom sort of at a certain point in my education was like, I'm gonna send you to like a private school with a bunch of white kids. I got a scholarship, uh, but she was like, I want you to know how to be around these white people. Like, don't let them intimidate you. Ashley had always been a creative kid. She loved music and improv and spoken word. 
But when she got to college, she felt like she had to focus on grades and get ready for the practicalities of the real world. And then... I, I just slowly started to break. Like, I just was losing it. Ashley knew she had to keep performing and doing comedy. She managed to balance stand-up with a job in media. But it was a hustle. Like, literally three different jobs. I was able to, like, get a job at The Onion writing commercials and stuff. And that was, like, when I realized, oh, I actually can do, like, comedy writing. I can, like, use my degree and do something and also still do, like, sponsored content and the boring stuff and have, like, a real job. I was also doing TV reviews for the AV Club. I would wake up in the morning, uh, write my reviews of either Blackish, Insecure, Scandal, whatever, uh, go to my 9-to-5 job, get off at 5, go straight to, like, Kohl's which is the legendary Chicago open mic. So I could get my name like first on the open mic list. I would hang out there like all night, do as many sets as I could. I would like do my set at Coles, go to another show, go to another open mic, go to a showcase, do like three in a night because you can do that in Chicago. You cannot do that in LA. <laughs> and then I would like go to bed at midnight and wake up at five in the morning and do it all again. And like, I didn't hate my life. <laughs> I was doing all of that and I realized I love doing this. I felt so lucky and happy and I just kind of kept it growing from there. So how did she get to LA? I worked at The Onion for like two and a half years and at a certain point you, we, we could tell Univision was they were going to sell it because uh, this was during like a lot of upheaval in digital media and I knew they were going to sell it and there were going to be a lot of layoffs. I applied for other jobs and I got hired at Google and they were the ones who were like oh actually we have an opening in an LA office that we would love for you to take that position. And I had already come out to L.A. a lot. I loved it. I knew I liked it more than New York. I knew that I wanted to be focused on TV writing, which L.A. is better for. I had friends here already. Like, I kind of had done some shows in the scene, so I knew some people. And I said yes to the job. They moved me out here. <laughs> I worked at Google for, like, three years, and the whole time I was also, like, touring and a performing stand-up comic. <laughs> I would like do these client meetings all day and get out and then go again, just do as many shows as I could. I love that. Just like dressed in a business suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I just came from, you know, Chelsea Market doing this deal. And now I'm here to tell you jokes about boobs and cum. I, I remember one of my coworkers saw like an ad for me performing at some theater and she was just like, wait, is this you? So I, it felt like I was living this kind of double life. Uh, that could only last for so long. It is demanding working at Google, and at the same time, uh, I was doing more stand-up. I was, like, touring all over. Um, in 2021, I got, like, the HBO Max queer comedian special. And, li <laughs> like, the when I went to shoot that, I, like, had meetings at Google all day. <laughs> like, my friends would be like, Ashley, like... Where you get your coffee, it has to be ethical. Where you get your news, it has to be ethical. Even where you get your porn, it has to be ethical. You know what I would do? I would make my own porn in The Sims 3. <laughs> you can't get more ethical than that. I'm an unproblematic queen, I know. Thank you. I started to just kind of make enough from stand-up and writing. I started doing more basically consulting and just actual TV writing. I got hired on my first show, Alabama Jackson uh, for Adult Swim uh, with Wanda Sykes and Donald Faison. It was great and it had one season. You can watch it on YouTube and it got canceled and we'll probably never make more. I was a staff writer and 
you know, I, I feel like it's rare to get those kind of opportunities when you've been in LA for like two years. Um, so I just felt so lucky, <laughs> you know, like I just felt welcomed in LA in this really kind of exciting way. And from there, I, I guess I've just kind of kept growing. I'm always looking for fun things and in LA, you get that. I think, you know, the question for most comics who come up in the Midwest is like New York or LA. And I knew LA, I've, New York is good for stand up, but LA to me is for writers. Like I have done more writing in this city than maybe anywhere else in my life. <laughs> Give me like the feeling when you're like, hey mom, I made it, or wh whoever you want to say it, like, hey, dude, I made it, whatever, yeah. Definitely my mom, yeah, <laughs> definitely my mom. I think a big moment was I started like in Chicago as a comedian, as like a TV critic, a writer, just dreaming of wanting to write for TV, and one of my first gigs was reviewing Insecure, the first season when it debuted. And over the course of the show, I moved to L.A. Like, it was probably the second season I moved to L.A. And all of a sudden, I was here, like, where Issa was. And I was driving, and I would watch and be like, oh, I know where that is. I know where that is. And I, I started to feel very, like, oh, I'm in L.A. And I reviewed it all the way through to the end, through the last season for the A.V. Club. Uh, and after it ended, Issa Rae sent me an email. And... <laughs> Oh my God. Right. I, tr <laughs> I truly like, I remember getting the notification on my phone and just turning my phone over. Like that is, that's a prank. That isn't real. I misread something. And yeah, she sent me an email that just was like, I want to thank you for your grace over these seasons. I want to thank you for understanding the show. I think a lot of traditional media was still really stuck in focusing on like white centered stories in media, like Fleabag and girls got so much attention, but Insecure was never treated in the same way as like this kind of high end premium show. And it was, and that's how I approached it. And just to see that she saw that and appreciated it, that to me was like the first moment of like, oh my gosh, okay. We got to pause for that real quick, because that is a moment for me. I'm just like, oh, my, I'm getting emotional just thinking about how you felt, because I also like I'm from L.A. I'm homegrown, um, you know, insecure for me and like watching it with my boyfriend and watching with other friends was like, this is to me, this is a L.A. that I have experienced. Why you gotta be so and I love talking to you because you're not from L.A., but you capture L.A., right? You're creative. Um, I feel like you also, in your comedy, you've opened um, yourself up to just being yourself. And I think what L.A. brings to the table is allows people to be unapologetically themselves. Yeah. And I think that's what you bring to the table. I came here and I've just loved it, like, right away. I, I truly don't understand the people who don't love L.A. <laughs> Thank you for saying I, that. <laughs> so I just, I'm sorry to you out there. I don't understand you if you don't love LA. I just, I think it's so beautiful and special and different. And there's all these little communities where it's almost like if you can't find yourself, like walk a few more blocks, <laughs> like you'll be in a completely different place. LA is such a great place where you can find 
your space. Like as a queer woman, a black woman, there's like Tao Comedy Studio, there's places like the Elysian that are so open to promoting different kinds of performers and letting you find yourself, you know? I did my hour here and was just basically like, I wanna try this hour, I might record and like play around with it. And they were like, yeah, go crazy, here's the stage. (laughs) Those opportunities are out there and it can be intimidating and it can feel hard, uh, but you just really have to like reach out and put yourself out there. I respect LA too much to be like, I'm a real Los Angelino. Because I, I think you have to work for that, you know. If I when I have my kids here, then I'll feel like I'm a real Los Angelino. Okay. <laughs> like, well, we'll check in with you when that happens. Yeah, we'll come yeah. back to you, Ashley. <laughs> but like 10, 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> and as we wrapped up our chat, I had to ask Ashley if she had any LA pro tips she wanted to share. If you're if you're on the 101, and you're going you're going south. And it's that scary part where it's like the Wilshire and Sixth. So look, I, it's people get so scared and they're like, this is the most terrifying thing about moving to LA. It is not hard, okay? If you get stuck in that far right lane where you're like, I have to get on Wilshire or Sixth, you can get back on the Harbor Freeway. There's another, there's another like just you're you'll be fine and actually if you're getting on the 10 after that you're you should do it anyway because then you'll already be in the right to get on the 10. it's not scary it's really it's not complicated you said earlier that you're not really an angelina yet i think you are because you just gave everyone a super (laughs) secret tip (laughs) that's comedian ashley ray she performs regularly at the Elysian Theater. You can check out her newsletter and podcasts and all sorts of other work at las.com slash howtola. And we'll be bringing you more interesting people every few weeks. So stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you later. Bye. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes LA a better place to live. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. Hey, it's Brian, the host of the How to LA podcast. How about we go to the movies? Join us for a 10-part series, Revival House, and discover the magic of LA's indie theaters. Who knows? You might meet someone. I know it sounds antithetical because you're just sitting passively, but in fact, you're connecting with everyone else around you. Subscribe to How to LA from LA Studios wherever you listen to podcasts.